up, everybody? It's the Speech Guy, Tony Asar, A-S-A-R. And you know I'm still rocking with my main man, the professor. Ooh. The super duper. Oh, yeah. Uber producer. So he says. Podcast Poppy. Self-titled. Oh, Phineas. And you know I got to give you the proper intro. <laughs> It's my man rocking the plaid. Oh. He has the shaves. That's how you know he's a dad. <sighs> he might beat up a guy named Chad. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> Depending on where he was raised, maybe. <laughs> he better be wearing pads. So one and only Tony Asar. Oh, <laughs> speech guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How you been, my G? Oh, man, I've been good, man. Uh, productive week to this week. I've worked every single day cleaning today. Hey. I, worked, I worked today. I got back down the hill maybe a couple hours ago. But yeah, just working every single day oh, this week. Dang. Yeah, so, dang. so, but it was productive. You know, uh, everything's going good at the business. Things are looking up. So okay. when things are looking up, you can't slow the work down. You got to... Yeah. Get in a little bit more yeah. and put a little bit more hours in to make sure that you know shit is working. But uh, yeah, man, week was good, not too bad. Um, I will say this: uh, I had like four people keep sending me memes or like not memes, but like links to that the Terry Crews diet, the diet Terry Crews, Terry Crews light. I don't know his name, Terry but Cruz it's that diet. it's that black dude. Buff black dude with the dreads who be out there dancing. Look, first of all, he can't dance. Second of all, why y'all keep sending me that? I don't want it. I don't like it. I'm not. I don't appreciate it. I feel some type of way when I see those videos. I don't know why I don't like that guy so much. He ain't done nothing to me. (laughs) (laughs) But every time I see his black ass on my timeline, gyrating. He's not even dancing. That is gyrating. Popping hard. (laughs) He's just popping hard. Like, bro, I never see you work out. Where these muscles come from? No, my thing is, bro, why would you in the NFL draft? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, he got no, he, he wants to gyrate and say, I don't know, man. That's just a little random thing, but, but I'm just tired of seeing those. He could have the most vicious sack de- celebration dance of all time. No, if I saw that, <laughs> he made a sack and I'm on the defense, he does that. I'm like, coach, get him out, get him out, step him out. Yeah, nah. Cool. Nah, that's Dietary Cruz. That's what I call him. I don't know his real name. But <laughs> I am like about up to here with seeing him on my timeline. Nah, I feel you. It's like it's a it's the new Dan Rue effect. Like, you know, remember Dan Rue? No, who was he? He was the I don't know if he's Mexican or I don't know what nationality he is, but he's the dude that'd be gyrating his leg, his knees. Like they'd be like, hey, he'd be like, I don't know his name. You seen that dude? Well, he gets paid. <laughs> He does a lot of hosting gigs, and every time I know they ask him, at some point, hit it, Dan Rudy goes, it's the gyrating <laughs> thing. And it's like, dude, at some point, you got to graduate. I, I think the same thing with this dietary cruise. Like, or like Famous Amos? Yeah, That's, something like that. You know, it just pop up out of nowhere. He's like, hey! <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> so that's been the latest thing that's been, um, been chapping my hide. <laughs> Bring back the old school phrases. But how was your week, man? Oh man, week was chill. Week was chill. You know, uh, the thing about driving in a car with no air conditioning, dropping all mm. packages in the heat. <laughs> <coughs> I 
you get irritable. Yeah, well, I, I can imagine. <laughs> like, and then just the things people do on the road, or just how they come across a truck, mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, because we, we, they people disregard y'all in, in delivery trucks, and they and they swear like I could just I can't stop like regular <laughs> cars. It's gonna take a while for me to stop. Yeah, we have and, packages in the back. Uh, oh, it's, it's a lot, lot of weight. Like, Oh, you just so it's going to yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta kind of treat it like a train, but people will just be like, Whoo, <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> Mario. Me, <laughs> uh, you might have seen me on the street once or twice yeah. dipping by you because I don't be, I don't be really uh paying attention to those delivery drivers as much as I should. Bruh. But here's the thing stay your asses to the right. That'd be the problem with a lot of you delivery drivers. You're on the freeway <laughs> yeah. and it's the fast lane, and I see a fucking. <laughs> UPS truck just sitting there, like people going around him, and he just eating a sandwich, listening to talk radio. No, because we gotta kick a certain speed for a certain for a certain gear. Hey, get the speed you want. Just stay out <laughs> of the left lane. You got two lanes over here. The two right lanes. Yeah, I just, facts. I, Maybe I'm... the third one if y'all try to pass somebody. But y'all should be. This should be a lot of pass. Get back. Pass, get back. You know what it really is? It's because there'd be another truck in front of me. <laughs> and I'm like, man, this motherfucker was slow. I got to go. <laughs> I got to drop off a delivery. Well, you playing with you playing with Dicey Water doing that? Because that's where you might have to break check somebody or something. Like, I feel for you delivery drivers, though. Like, it's, it's, Especially, like, gas right now. Even though I'm sure your gas is taking care of. Oh, company, car. <laughs> but they checking y'all where you're driving, though. I'm pretty sure. They're like, yeah. every mile needs to be accounted for. Hey, if I could, <laughs> I would be fired. But I, if I could. If you could, I'd be parked out there right now. Like, Man, oh, oh, oh company gas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Run that car. <laughs> Work is going good. Everything's going good. Uh, work work's going good, man. Like uh, work's going good. Um, I what it is, like I hope nobody from work sees this. But <laughs> what it is, yeah. Cause I'm a favorite, but <laughs> Fuck you, Dan. Right. Like, <laughs> what you gonna say? Nah, it's just yeah, that part. <laughs> but nah, it's it's hard. It's hard. You know why I can't stay at jobs? Cause it's hard seeing people who stayed at jobs. Elaborate. Elaborate. Hold up. You see somebody with gray hair who's been there. You see somebody and you're like, damn, I don't want that to be me. Ever. Oh, okay. Ever. Okay. And so every every job, every job I ever worked with is like, it always tells me to stay on the path. (laughs) 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 So this job is like another one of those jobs. Because I see them older cats and and they tell me. How long they been there, and then they tell me how much they make, and I'm like, "Damn, nigga, you needed a drink, <laughs> <laughs> ambition, yeah, you need something. It. Like that's 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 not fair." <laughs> <laughs> not gonna, yeah, I've definitely been there where you work with somebody, and they're like, "I've been here about twelve years," yeah. and they walk to their Honda Sonata, yeah, and then they hop in, and you're just like, 12 years got you Honda Sonata and child support." Like, I think like, the worst part for me is that they don't see an issue with it. Okay. What shows you that's, that most that's people the are content? Part. Though that shows you most people are very simple people. We're different. Embrace that. I'm still simple though. No, no, but you were different though. You wake up every day getting to it. I think it's more of a generational thing, but oh yeah, Derbs. Yeah. You're you're Kid, kids my age are not that way. But they're you're not just gonna to settle it. for some shit job working for some shit person. Yeah, but the, but it's also the pendulum is on the other side because a lot of young kids I've seen. Fuck up 
positions they have because the eight like they don't want to stay there for so long. They're like, bro, but you if you just stay there for five years, you get into the position you need to get to for a certain amount of money. Like there is a certain point where it's like, if you're ambitious enough, you can move up. But I agree with you. I see a lot of younger people who just can't stay in a job more than a year. Like because they kind of do got it messed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like here, here's my thing. Like I can't sit still because I have a plan. Okay. You know, like, so no matter what job I work at, they not part of the plan. <laughs> <laughs> my plan is to never be here. <laughs> that funded my plan. Okay. okay. Like, you know, uh-huh. but I feel like a lot of the younger cats is because they're seeing like, you know, they grew up in, like, they grew up in social media. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that's like. Yeah, I don't either. Like, that's a different mindset. So knowing that you, like, they... We grew up learning we don't have to work like that. Mm-hmm. They were born into a world knowing yeah. they don't got to work like that, yeah. so they can't take that, but they don't really got plans. No. <laughs> I, don't think that, I don't think that's true. I think a lot of like young people have done a very good job creating ways to make money outside of like the general, like, get a job. You mean take advantage of the internet? Yeah. That's okay. an exceptional <laughs> yeah, few, though. You're right. I agree. It's still an exceptional few. No, that is. That is. Uh, the majority I, of kids out here, especially. Okay, let's just. Majority of, I, might, I was gonna make it. A, I mean, like, majority of people have a uh, uh, compared to when illusion. you compared to when you were in your like late teens, early twenties. Mm-hmm. Like, how many multi-million dollar twenty-year-olds did you know back the, then? Soldier Boy. Yeah, but outside of like. The rappers and the and yeah, NBA outside players. of like famous people, mm-hmm. like there are people my age that like made millions of dollars in crypto. Yeah, or so, even selling eBay, and they will never ever have to get a job. Yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of a lot more kids. There's a lot more younger millionaires or young younger thousandaires now than there ever has been. Like, yeah. but I think there's also again, there's also just always two sides to the coin. I think the other side of the coin is a lot of other. A lot more broke kids at nineteen twenty because they refuse to work somewhere. They'd rather keep beating their head into the wall trying to because <laughs> because of the lack of planning. Because not you know <laughs> selling things on eBay is not for everybody or cryptocurrency. Understanding it is not for everybody. Not for everybody. There's going to be the people that are outliers that do it, mm-hmm. but there's also a lot of kids I see that are just misguided. It's like yo, if you if you if you take that job, I swear, five years it will pay off if you stay there. If if you're trying, if your end goal is to get a a secure career, you know or what I'm saying, whatever. Know how to use the job to get what you yeah. want. Yeah. Like me, if I need to send off something from my company, I send it through the job mail, <laughs> and I never have to pay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's facts. Got it. <laughs> It'll get you fired, but <laughs> you're ready part. to get another job after that. But <laughs> once they discover how you've been using their facilities, <laughs> but you can though. You mm. gotta like, my, like for the kids that are striking out, just know, just have a plan, have a better plan. How yeah. no execute? Yeah. Like I'm at this job now that I'm already leaving. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> <laughs> He and had I just the exit started, plan on the way in. Like I started this episode, <laughs> I started this job two episodes ago. And I'm already out. Like, but I have another. I did. I have another plan. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm outro. Yeah, and it's still going to. It's not going to 
mess with, you know, first you gotta take care of you. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna mess with me, mm-hmm. you know, with you know, daddy and all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. It ain't gonna mess with productive culture and mm-hmm. here. And it ain't gonna mess with anything else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's so it's a plan that I know now I can make plans that won't stop my major plan. Yeah. Like I could take a hit. Like I plan for it when a bill about to be out. <laughs> I'll look at it like, all right, I'm gonna put 200 on this bill, and then from June to August. <laughs> <laughs> but to put a bow on that, I, I I agree with you. There's a lot more younger people that are like getting to the bag, but I do like there's a reason why there's all these jobs that are have now hiring in the front because a lot of kids who a don't want to work now they rather. And here's the Stay thing. in the studio because their studio is just a computer now. Very easy to do. Make music or edit videos or whatever the case may be. There's a lot more people doing that instead of like, you know, having a plan and maybe fund yeah. the things you're trying to do or actually just stay busy and stay. Have the ambition to yeah. match the equipment you bought. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of kids with a lot of equipment. That's for sure. <laughs> There's a lot more kids with equipment than there are success stories. That's for sure. <laughs> Let's go offer up right now. Let's see how many kids regret. <laughs> yeah, how many parents that, that when they were 27, like, all right, sell all that. <laughs> it's time for you to get to Your a Your four career. years is up, but no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, man. Great, just... uh, great old man talking in the beginning of the pod. I like it. Man, I'm in my mid-30s. It is what it is. Yeah, man. We're, but... we're getting close over the hill. I ain't dead. <laughs> As long as I ain't dead, I'm gonna keep slanging them. Nah, but hey, man, sports world. Ooh, starting off with sports. Let's hit them with it. It's been a little crazy. It got a little mixed up, a little jamboree, you know? Okay, where do you wanna start? I I, I just can I do a rest in peace real quick. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So, um, in the NFL world, um, a quarterback by the name of Dwayne Haskins, young quarterback, 24 years old, recently um, passed away tragically. He was. he was hit by a dump truck when he was he got out of his car because his car had I think he had a flat or some type of car issue mm-hmm. and got out of his car to address that issue and somebody driving by um maybe in a delivery truck. No, it's not funny. But uh <laughs> but yeah, somebody hit him and uh he he died tragically. And he was a quarterback, used to be Ohio State, a very high pick, and then he was with the Steelers and another team. I cannot remember to be honest with you. But it's just tragic to see somebody that that young who has that much promise yeah. pass away from such a, um, a terrible situation where you just think that I'm just gonna get out the car and check my wheel or whatever the case may be. And the next thing you know, smartphone asleep or just negligence driving. Yeah, man. So rest in peace to Dwayne Haskins for me. Yeah, no, it's cold. It is cold when young talents go out. Mm-hmm. And I saw his stats, and the Jets could have used them. If we really yeah, missed out, yeah. <laughs> Jets could use you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I've seen a Disney movie where Philadelphia pulled a trash man out and he made field goals, and I could be the Jets trash man yeah, at this point. Yeah, yeah. I won't make the field goals, but I think I could expire. <laughs> the other teams were like, yo, if he's out here, <laughs> we need to start winning. <laughs> I think you'd be a great long snapper. I think if you really dedicated your time. Have you seen those guys' fingers? No. I don't I have not actually uh, like, long snapper's fingers. No. Like what, Well, a lot of them at, used to a lot of them moonlight as blockers, but there are people who all they I do. I don't want to do anything on the line. 
all you do is just hike and then you stand up and nobody's allowed to hit you because you're uh, a long snapper. Okay. Like cowboys have a long snapper. I think he's like 47. He's been in the league for Oh, no one can hit me. Yeah, yeah. They can't stab with my fingers. A punter, you gotta make a tackle sometimes. Kicker, you might have to make a tackle sometimes. No, nah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that kicker that dives after the fact? <laughs> the one that looks like he's reaching. He broke, he already broke 14 yards ahead. I'm like, oh. <laughs> More of the story is the Jets could use you. That they could use your talent. That could use America. But uh, yeah, man, just uh, rest in, start off with that. Just rest in peace to Dwayne Haskins. That far. Uh, what else in the sports world? Uh, Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. He's got a definition on what the GOAT is. I'm getting tired of this conversation. I really am. Uh, LeBron is 37 years old. Yeah. What more can he do? Well, why does he... Ha- that shows you how great you are. You're 37 years old in your 19th year, and pundits or analysts or whatever put these expectations on him and then when he doesn't meet them, they decide to say the GOAT conversation is over. Like, if you don't know, Lakers didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> Yikes. You should be laughing too. You're a Clippers fan. You should be happy. Is, you are the least, as a Clippers fan, you should be rubbing it in Lakers' faces all day, every day. But I understand why you don't. It's, it's hard because it's still LeBron. <laughs> okay, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I'm rooting for, like, as much as I could be a fan of a team, this is, for me personally, it's LeBron. Yeah, yeah. I've seen him play. Yeah. There, There is no discussion. He is the GOAT. Shh. Okay, that's heavy words coming he, from he Tony Assar. He, he is the GOAT. Stephen A. Smith don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> he's still hanging on to the hairline, so you uh, can't trust a lot of things he's saying. I can't trust anyone hanging on to that. Nah. Like, mm-mm. But, I, I you know, just... I, I think that I don't know the, the go conversation is whatever. Like I didn't really watch Jordan physically play. Okay. So I have to take it. I have to listen to my dad and the older people say, "Hey, you know, Jordan did this, that, and the third. And I can appreciate what he did. I watched the Last Dance. Yeah. I respect Jordan. I think yeah. he is the goat or one A, one B, whatever. And and LeBron's right there. But I just the way I am now, maybe because I'm getting older or whatever. But I rather just appreciate the greatness I'm seeing. And we can have the GOAT that conversation part. five years after LeBron retires when Space Jam 3 comes out and Bronny uh, James is in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what I... Having to use his dad's powers yeah. to go back to Toonland. I don't know. WB like, don't ain't trying. <laughs> like, people are throwing out the fact that this is like the... This is the worst... What'd they say? The most disappointing season for a, a team in NBA history when you come, we compare the, the talent on the team and what they completed. Nah, because LeBron didn't rip his Achilles on a shitty team. That part. And Anthony Davis, which is skating all the criticism. He bought Rolls Royce and been chilling. <laughs> he won the he won the championship two years ago in the bubble, and he's like, I'm I'm good. We he did blew it. his fro out. He's chilling on the sideline for most of the year. Contract obligations fulfilled. I got you your ship. Yeah. No, I'm on a ship. <laughs> so I, I just I, I think the whole gold thing is is ridiculous, man. LeBron is one A, one B. You put him two, three, or four, whatever. Like it's gonna hash out eventually. But I have I you can say this though. I saw this stat. LeBron is the youngest player and the oldest player to ever average 30 points per game. He averaged it at 21 years old, 17 years ago. 
and then he's averaged 30 points per game this year. And you've been in it since 18. LeBron's the only player I've seen who's played this long and have been this good for this for this for, you know for this long. Like I have and never seen this. Tell the truth. Super teams were created to stop LeBron James. Yeah. Let's tell the truth. Boston put together the big three because LeBron James was one man powerhousing the Eastern Conference mm -hmm. on a horrible Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then LeBron went out and got got with Miami, but then Durant left OKC. He was already part of a big three. Yeah. Or actually Harden left first. That was an accidental big three. It was. It was. They didn't expect to get Harden, Westbrook, and Durant, and Ibaka, big and four. And Jeff Green. And Jeff Green, who I thought that, was pretty good and pretty decent. And and Cephalosha. Okay, now we're stretching. <laughs> he had hustle. He had heart. He had, he had defense. He had heart. He had grit. He got power. What's that, what's that rock song? <laughs> Everything else, I devour. I devour. <laughs> Bro, my woman be playing that song. And I'm like, you sit here watch the TV. Why is this playing? This is a workout song. <laughs> you don't go outside and do some squats if we go play this. <laughs> I didn't know what you have it up for. Yeah, what you have it up for? Like, but uh, yeah, man, Stephen A. Smith, calm down, bro. Yeah. LeBron is one of the goats. He is. Uh, undisputably. Uh, because, I mean... Before LeBron, what did we create in, in NBA 2K? The guy be about, what, six, seven, seven foot? Can move fast. 90 speed, can shoot outside, can pass, dunk. Sounds like LeBron. I mean, <laughs> Sounds like we created a bunch of LeBron. What is he, 6'10", 6'11"? It lists him at 6'9". Okay. 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, it, okay. it lists him at that. That's a lot, bro. Also, can like we just talk about like the comparison of like the competition? Between now and then? Okay, get to it, Darius. What you talking about? No, nah, yeah. Like, back when Michael Jordan was playing, like, half the players were, like, all doped up, like, yeah. on drugs. And slow as hell. Yes. A lot of, uh... I've been, I've been on drugs. I know how it be. <laughs> <laughs> that That's the conversation that, when you get into that conversation with older people, they start to say, like, you, you, bring, up the, you bring up the whole stat where, like, LeBron's a better three-point shooter than Jordan. Statistically, he's hit more threes. But then you hear from the old heads, well, back in the day, they didn't shoot those threes. If they shot those threes, then Jordan would have the same amount of threes as LeBron. That's nitpicking. It's, That's... it's, it's a nitpicking thing. But I, I, it's hard for me to listen to somebody who does not agree that the talent today is way better collectively in the NBA than the talent was in the 80s and 90s. Dude, given the talent of today, I wouldn't make a JV team. It's also like a <laughs> it's also a very drastically different game. It's way that faster. Faster is more spread out because it's a three-point shot shot. So there's a lot more space you have to cover. And you can't just you gotta be a point center. A lot of more fouls. Yes. And every position on. is a point center. You gotta take everyone to the block. You yeah. gotta be able to post up. Yeah. You gotta be able to shoot threes. You gotta yeah. be able to block out and get boards. Like yeah, there's no more Dwight Howard's coming up and, and being um dominant in the league anymore. There's there's a reason why, yeah, just solid big men don't really exist mm -mm. no more. You need an agile big yeah. man. Yeah. You need Joel Embiid who can hit threes. You need Jokic who can pass and hit threes. That's why, like, how much effective would Greg Oden would have been on that team if his knees lasted? His knees were about as old as his face. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think that's what the issue was. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln face, for sure. <laughs> But he could have been something think really he had slaves? good. I think so. Odin looked like he could have been. 
<laughs> just went shy off the pool with that guy, you know. But uh, pushing forward and moving forward, man. What else in sports? Uh, not more so in sports, but what's going on in life and with it with another organization. Okay. Black Lives Matter. What's your thoughts? I want to hear Ooh. your thoughts. First, I want to hear your thoughts. We we got we got to give a little background. Go yes. Hit the notes real quick. So <laughs> on Oct- around October 2020, they spent nearly six million dollars in donated funds on luxurious states in Studio City, uh, upscale Los Angeles neighborhoods, and purchased a couple of properties, all with money given to the Black Lives Matters organization. Mhm. What do you feel? What do you think? Bro. <laughs> what? Bro. Cuz no, cuz it's Black Lives Matter. You think about like how significant their voice has been in what the last 10 years or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, at almost every every incident that goes down, you got to mm-hmm. represent a, a representer from there, mm-hmm. and you know, supposed to be putting for the cause. They taking in the money from the people. We're all hashtag. I hashtag Black Lives Matter a couple of times. I blacked as out. I, I blacked I, out my page. I believed in the cause. As did, as did I. I didn't black out my page, but I did do. The I, I, did, I, did. I did the BLM hashtag quite a few times. You feel me? I I think the main issue, well, not the main issue, but one of the main issues, is you have BLM the movement. You have BLM, the organization. Yeah. And I think there's not a clear definition to the people on what... We know what the hashtag in the movement is. BLM, Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying? We've had the countless debates about it. Black lives do matter. But then you also have the organization that was birthed through through the phrase and through the movement. And I think that there's so much distrust because there's not a clear definition on what Black Lives Matter is intended to do. What they're supposed to do. That's what I always asked when, when, <laughs> like, okay, I after the hype got hyped up, mm-hmm. I started wondering. I was like, all right, we're we're screaming the chant, yeah, but where's the what are steps? We, yeah, exactly. What's so apparently after the George Floyd situation, BLM got an influx of sixty million dollars that year in donated funds. I didn't donate. Did you donate? No. Lee, did you donate to Black Lives Matter? Uh, no, but I did bank with one United Bank. So black. Oh, that's... Okay, she banked with one United Bank. And had a horrible experience. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about the experience another day. For but most black people I know did not vote or did not um, donate to Black Lives Matter. So to me, it's a lot of white guilt that donated to Black Lives Matter. So at one hand of it, I'm like, hey, buy a mansion off that white guilt. Floss off that white guilt. I'm not too mad about that, but you have to define what your organization is and what it's intended to do, and you have to be transparent with the money. That part. Apparently, the money is all accounted for. So when people are looking into the money, there's no money missing or nothing like that. But the definition of what they're using the money for is what people have to look into and and hold them to the fire. Like If you say this house, this $6 million house is, is for making content, and it's supposed to be a compound but see, for people to come. That's and- so the thing is, The thing is, though, as, as a nonprofit, they're required to 
um, disclose like all of their financial information of like mm-hmm. their donors and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they haven't done that for the last two years. Exactly. Since they got that $60 million from the Joy Floyd situation, it's been a lot of um, lack of transparency, a lack of telling us people what the money is for. So they're misappropriating funds. Mm-hmm. There is no transparency mm-hmm. of them. And the, you got, and again, the significance of what that movement was. They're taking, they misused the hype and the love and the trust of the people, of black people, in, in times when things got rough. Yeah. Like, like, nah, don't buy a house, my G. You gotta, that money should have really went into what we all been talking about. And so what would it have gone to? Because this is where, this is where the conversation has to advance. A lot of people are upset about it, but let's talk about where the money sh- should go. Because I'd be one of the first people to say, I don't know, necessarily know. But I know you pay attention to a lot more of this I, shit than I do. And my pers- and me personally, uh, if they had $60 million, I would try to see what sections of that million need do I need for the bureaucracy of it. You know, mm-hmm. by all the people who's going to do all the work, mm-hmm. um, take all of that. And then first, we always talk about education. HBCUs be are struggling. Yeah, you that know, money can go to HBCUs. HBCUs to create certain programs, programs in STEM. Because mm-hmm. again, we talk about mm-hmm. how we're always behind, mm-hmm. but now we can we are we're in a position almost a hundred million in grants, and you could have used that money. They could have used that money not to buy houses, but I was upfront to get more donations and bigger donations to further create grants and programs to create for like STEM. Not even just them, gaming. Like, mm. get more black people into gaming. They could have created okay. fields of that within certain, you know, certain things like that. Or, you know, uh, we talk about medical mm-hmm. and things like that. All right. Find, I would try to find a, a little, a little, a little area, singularly targeted an area, because you got to have a base model for, for a thingy. Mm-hmm. And then, Create a structure within elementary, junior high, the high school mm-hmm. that would promote better wellness. Mm-hmm. You know, like better programs to protect the kids, like after school programs that teach this one small community. And people probably be like, "Why just this small community?" Because niggas only sixty six million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but if you if we show the base model mm-hmm. of what we could do for one community and how us pouring into each other for this one community and show like, all right. We could set aside programs where this age group, you know, we could have the money for them to learn these set of skills. Mm-hmm. And then at this age group, learn this set of skills. And, you know, and then just d- divvy it up like that. Like, that's that's why, like, the money got to be transparent. Because when it's transparent, I feel then people could better have a knowledge of, like, well, you could research what to do. With, mm-hmm. But... I, I feel like companies that get those type of donations, they win off of it not mm-hmm. being transparent. So people can't print like, oh, you got a hundred million, then how come you didn't put Yeah. You can't hold people accountability without transparency. Yeah. And it's like that's why it's it's kind of I think personally it's kind of messed up. Yeah. Like even if I didn't donate just the fact of what they represented, you know, mm-hmm. it's like you know, it's like seeing Uncle Sam fucking Native American. It's wrong, but yeah. <laughs> that's not what you're supposed to represent, Uncle Sam. <laughs> and it's disappointing to hear like certain um, families of 
people who lost loved ones to like gun violence or police violence, who BLM was supposed to stand behind, specifically George Floyd and his family and others, who have said some things about how BLM has handled those situations. How they, they kind of moved in, moved out. Yeah, they came, moved in, moved out. out. They weren't like I would tell. This this. Uh, Patrice Coulars, mm-hmm. Alicia Garza, and Melina Abdullah, which are the three people that are, and there's probably more people ahead of BLM. But I'll Talking tell those, that shit. I would tell those three people to um, the two things you should do going forward to build the trust in black community or people in general is to uh, there should be no um, you should you should be standing lock and step with the with the families who lost loved ones to gun violence and police violence. There should be no... That should be something that you are taking with the utmost uh, of sincerity and very serious. Yeah. Like, there should be no families coming out saying, oh, we didn't get the money or they said they're going to come the money or they just came and they used it as a photo op and left. Like, there needs to be a lot... You you take that seriously and then you you try to... You try to build a communication with the people. I don't know how you do that. But you could build a township, or you can do something like you. You need to start getting feedback from the people and start allocating that money to help what the people are asking for. The best you can, and have have a plan. And I'll say this for any organization, or for anybody that wants to back on any organization, make sure that organization has a plan when they start up, what they're going in, and what you know what you're backing. You know, don't get caught up in the the hoopla and the hypeness. Why do Why do you think this is a story? Why do I think there's a story? Because be- nobody asked about the, the head of the PETA. Nobody asked about the head of FEMA. Nobody asked about when you when you send a nickel a day overseas to Africa. Nobody's asking or checking to see where the founders are living. That part. But and from what the articles I read, there isn't a lot of direct um nefarious things going on with the money. It's just questions like why you spend six million dollars on a house. But the money is was money they got donated to him, and they said the house was for a specific reason. We'll see if they actually use it. But I don't see the same type of um, articles written about other organizations and the leaders and where they're living, or you know, Joel Joel Osteen and the people who lead the churches in the places they're living. Oh, they question the fuck out of <laughs> Joel Osteen. He just don't talk. You you ever see those videos of white people where police be talking to white people? They just like this is Joel Osteen. <laughs> Joel Osteen, why you like the church where everyone was drowning? He did do that. Joel Osteen, why you got $150 billion? Yep. Why yep. you got three more? Ho- <laughs> <laughs> so I, I find it kind of funny that the minute, well, they bought the house two years ago, but when BLM is starting to to spend the money on things that I guess they feel like is what they should be spending their money on, mm-hmm. there's articles written about it um, dissecting where the money is being spent. And... I just find that interesting. It's because one, I think it's the story one because it's it's kind of like a oh y'all weren't better than us, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and that's the letdown mm-hmm. because that's when we needed to be better than them. Mm-hmm. Like we need to show and prove. Mm-hmm. We can't keep complaining about certain things and certain causes. But never showing up for it, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, cause that's us. One of that's kind of a symptom. Do like you, we talk, we we talk black love, and black on black love, but cats, some cats be grimy. 
that to their own people. Do you feel like people that we in the black community prop up as leaders should be responsible? That's the hard part. We have to. It's messed up. It's, it's responsible, responsible in a certain way that shows that you can do both. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I think it's important where where it is celebrities that show like I'll donate this. There are celebrities mm-hmm. that show that because it's important to to show that you could do both. But the thing is with Black Lives Matter is not only did they go in and photo op people, mm-hmm. not only did they just take donations and not give it to the people that the money was actually meant for. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, that's a shiesty move from anybody, Black Lives Matter or not. Mm-hmm. I gave you some money to go to the corner store, give me some bread, and you said they ain't got nothing. But you got eggs, toast, and cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I got shiesty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's just that's just off the rip. And then they're just knowing what it is for, like just knowing, like not not to segregate, but yeah. just knowing the black experience, knowing what they was rep- like they were a symbol, mm-hmm. a flagship, mm-hmm. a flagstaff for this new generation. And instead of showing proof. To show this new generation, here mm-hmm. we go. Mm-hmm. We got because everybody was in. We had white guilt. We had we we had it all. White women was like, "Stop carrying them." It was Karen's <laughs> yelling at Karen's. It was beautiful. We was all coming together. Yeah. Did uh... niggas got houses? <laughs> a house. Yeah. Did Six million leaders... dollars in California ain't getting you a lot. So I got to see the picture of this house. Did the leaders of BLM like give a statement or anything? I was listening, I haven't finished, but I was listening to a podcast where she was on Higher Learning Podcast with Van Lathan, and she responded to, and I, I did read an article where she responded, and she, the response I saw, so the article that I read, the words were taken from a YouTube video that the owners had um, had posted, and they were pretty much callous in the way they were responding, they were just like, the you know, y'all know what the fuck y'all talking about. Y'all over here accusing us of shit. Y'all know what the fuck you're talking about. And I, I don't think that's a great way of responding. See that. <laughs> that's not a great way of responding so, to people asking questions. Dr. Umar, take a lesson. There's, there's a lot of... Dr. Umar was at school. And the way he responds is the same way. It's like transparency with the people that you claim to serve. That's what is the thing that you need to be doing. Main over anything. Transparency. Let people into the books. Because BLM is supposed to... It's, you would think again. There's no definition for it, but it's supposed to be for for us progress. as people. It's supposed to be for or, progress. Or yet we all assume. Yeah, exactly. So progress. <laughs> we will get some. And that's why I asked about the celebrity thing, because like people like Jay Z, Floyd Mayweather, uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins, Eric Dyson, uh, Dr. Ubar, Mark Lamont Hill, all these black leaders, whoever you put as a black leader, I think it's a. I think part of their responsibility is to, if you see something like Black Lives Matter popping up and it, how it's causing so much disruption mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a positive way, mm-hmm. that they should have got behind them and helped and, and, and help coach them or walk them through what it's like, what you guys are about to get into. Yeah, because BLM at one point was a very small organization. Mm-hmm. Now it is getting $60 million in a year. <laughs> As you need people, I can't expect... These women, I don't know what their background is, but I never, I don't know what they could do with six million dollars. If I saw six million dollars, I might spend something on something. Maybe I shouldn't spend it on. That's why you gotta have a plan. 
You got to have a plan. That transparency brings brings plans. Yeah. I, I mean, like, because like, if you know what they're going to do, you can ask questions. Mm-hmm. And then they have to back. They have to be like, well, all right, there's three millions for this. Yeah. There's two millions for that. But it's all, it's like, it's, it's everybody's accountability on this one, I feel. It's ours as a people. I like that you keep saying accountability because there is a quote that you had in the notes. Oh, okay. Okay, um, a little pre-production. What, what was the quote? It's from Garza. Okay. She said, I don't need to be accountable to you. I don't know what accountability See, looks like to people that I've never talked to and that I don't know. And bitch, that, you crazy. Sorry, not bitch. Be respectful. And my, <laughs> only, crazy? my only question... To her, it would have been, what does self-accountability look like to you? Mm. See? Mm. Speak that shit, Derbs. This is... See? Because, like, if you can't hold yourself accountable to people that you've never met, how do you hold yourself accountable to yourself? Yeah. What is yeah. what is your definition of right and wrong? Yeah. And again, if you're serving, if you if you are ahead of a situation people. or an organization that's supposed to serve people, serving that you will people never they, meet. Yeah, it's 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 built in the situation you're in. You're not going to meet every black person in this world, <laughs> like you or in America. Yeah. You're not. So that's a crazy ass statement from Garza to say. I, don't, I how do I hold myself accountable to people I never met? It just sounds like that's what we're hoping you're doing. That's why yeah. we're giving money to someone we never spoke. Well, not we. This is white guilt. This, <laughs> <laughs> but I did but, not donate. I'll be honest, but, <laughs> but that money should be books. allocated in a way to where we can all be able to check the books and and, and see what's going on. So uh, I need the BLM members to get their acts together and be for the people. Someone, another organization, not really for the people. Amazon. Okay, speak on. Yeah. <laughs> so like recently, like Amazon, they voted. Well, a, uh, a spot over in Staten Island. Uh, what I heard was a little it? bit about this. JFK Five or whatnot. They uh, they voted to become a union. Okay. Which I don't know. Have you ever worked for a union before? I, UPS briefly. Well, not briefly. I worked there for a while, but unions are kind of dope. Yeah, they have their perks. They they kind of do. You right? Can't just get fired for no reason. You can't. You can't. You know and I mean? you can't be mistreated. Can't be mistreated. And all hours must be accounted for. Yes. Which, if anyone's ever worked for Amazon, <laughs> some hours in the business, <laughs> you be like, no, I for sure did a 12-hour shift. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, when you join a union, most people most people go in with the aspect, you mm-hmm. know, because uh, medical... Dental and Amazon kind of has a way of pulling away from that. Mm-hmm. So recently they voted to unionize, and now Amazon is trying to get the whole vote overturned. Mainly, uh, mainly citing because I guess they was giving out weed to try to entice people's votes. For Amazon one? Or no, the people that the, were... Oh, okay. The people trying to go That sounds for like a vote. great marketing plan to me if I'm trying to get people's votes. And and they were saying that they was using like bully tactics and scare tactics mm-hmm. to try to coerce, you know, people's votes. That's what them. Amazon is saying. That's what Amazon's saying because they took an L. Well, they... Bullies know how to spot another bully. You feel me? Uh, Amazon been a bully out here. I've never worked for Amazon, but I've only heard... Nightmare stories. Bro. <laughs> and if you're not constantly moving, they track 
every movement. If you use the bathroom, they're asking you why you took the shit too long. Amazon, you can't stop. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild how you can't stop it. There's no stopping. So the fact that they're so act they're actively against trying to push this uh this union out the way really goes to show you that they're really trying to hold on to the to what they got, which is they got people by the balls now, to be honest with you. They're they're workers. And they probably ain't paying paying good. Like paying them real accurate rates. They like one of the top uh <laughs> they're literally the top company in the fucking world. Yeah. Like they should probably be paying a lot. I mean I, from what I saw they were Last I mean, time I checked, Amazon I think was paying that, like twenty four an hour. I think they pay like a decent amount more than most. But it's not worth it. I personally don't think it's worth it. But for what they, they ask from you because work. of that, like extra pay, they expect much more. Yeah, but like you're a robot. Yeah. <laughs> if you decide, to, <laughs> like, if you decide to be a robot, how yeah. much? How much is it? All right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And then I dipped. <laughs> <laughs> now, Amazon wants to keep their, their stronghold on the entire industry, and they don't want no opposition, mm-hmm. even if it's their own people. They don't want no opposition. But I hope that that union foreman starts to, a trickle-down effect for other places and other states. Other businesses. Yeah, other businesses as well. But Walmart. Amazon is like Walmart. Union Amazon house. also gets around a lot of like workplace mistreatment by like having subsidiary companies. Oh, that... the third party. Oh, okay. The third party gimmick. Yeah, Amazon get out of a lot of a lot of shit. That's how they're not. Amazon not really paying everybody twenty four because you're always hired. Yeah. Always, oh yeah. You're you're hired through a third party. So the people that actually work for Amazon, yeah, yeah they're getting it, but you're not getting. It. I, I, I was getting seventeen. Oh yes, we we hired their third party. Yeah. Oh yes, they dog. But, they dog third parties out. The third party's dogging you. They yeah yeah that part. But Amazon set it up. That's how they kind of relinquish accountability and responsibility mm-hmm. for workers. Mm-hmm. They're not then they they're sharing less of the funds. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you're actually working for Amazon, you probably owe a little bit more of the pot. No. Like all of those vans that say Amazon on them, not are Amazon. not owned by Amazon. No, my my van says a company. I'm don't I don't really work for that company. I work for <laughs> another again another third party. Yeah, that's why I do them how I do them. I see you at the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> you hear from me through a third party. Through a third party, <laughs> it says he ain't here no bump. <laughs> when I worked when I worked at Walmart, I saw that third party stuff going on, see? and and a lot of it was i don't know how amazon if the amazon the same but i'm sure it is but a lot of the, a lot of the people that were part of the third party that walmart was hiring were ex felons yeah i'm with the knucklehead you know what i'm saying yeah. so with with that i i distinctly remember working inside walmart and seeing them work and hearing a supervisor somebody who was above me saying Oh yeah, like kind of like dogging them, like treating them less than, like yeah, I get referring to them as less than, yeah, because they know where yeah. they're where they're working from, mm-hmm. and they know they're getting paid less, so they'll be like, oh, just leave it for them, they'll they'll take care of it. Oh, oh, they don't know what they're doing. Like it was it was kind of a bad demeaning way of looking at the third party business, Dude. and that's not a good way of coming in into work working with people when you're looked at that way. Nah, you know what? Uh, side note. Because you brought up an interesting point. Yeah. 
the amount of classism and racism I experience in warehouses because I come through third parties it's the is <laughs> it's degrading. These it's people are no fuck, but, It's fucked up. It is. It is fucked up, man. And and it's wild. That stuff's wild. Like. Like again, people because I come through third party, people always be like, you know how it is in prison. I'm like, nigga, I wasn't even there that long. <laughs> so they assume you got a body on you. Like, I, I, <laughs> fuck, nigga. I'm assuming my lifestyle. <laughs> but I'm sure once you look at somebody with that dead stare, if you ask for something, no, nah, they I ain't gonna play with you. I came across a lot of cats that I know had bodies on <laughs> that I still had to stare down because I was like, we here now. <laughs> If I let up, you might probably be like a tiger. So, <laughs> sorry, what? <laughs> that just real quick. Sixty days in, or naked and afraid. If you had to pick one to do, sixty days in, which you're in prison for sixty days, or naked and afraid, which you're on an island naked for twenty. Six days. Naked and afraid. That's okay. Okay. I was having that debate earlier. Like, which one would you rather do? Naked I can overcome me. Days? I can't overcome a room right. full of miserable niggas. <laughs> but okay. like that need to let some rage out. I can't overcome that. What survival skills do you have? I don't have much, but I don't have much survival skills in either realm. Like <laughs> like 60 days in prison survival. I don't got them skills. Well, if I'm on island, I know how to farm my G. So Fuck you. Yeah. yeah if I'm on island, but I the will minute find a, a minute a beetle crawl up your ass though. Yeah, but after a week of waiting for that food to grow, aren't you gonna be pretty hungry? No, nah, but if it's on an island, there's gonna be food ready. You gotta find the you berries. Gotta you gotta climb the trees. You, you gotta, gotta do some work. And you're gonna end up dead. You gotta go fishing. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta go fishing. And they're getting afraid you get two tools. Do you know what plants are poisonous and what aren't? I I wouldn't even be next to a plant. That part. Because <laughs> I don't trust, but I don't know what the fuck that is. I'm sleeping on the beach. I'm gonna have to try to figure out some things as far as shelter on the yeah. beach. I'll cast away that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, bro, I'm like, I seen this before. <laughs> seeing Tony on Naked and Afraid, I would watch that. It would be the best television. Seeing Tony, because he you're gonna go put you with a partner. It's gonna be a woman. Yeah. Right? And she's gonna be naked oh, too. Oh, we're gonna survive. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's gonna be naked too. And just, but everything's blanked out, of course. You can't see nothing. Man, but, it's going to be bricked up the whole time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> bricked. <laughs> that, that blur's going to be out all out far from his fucking body. <laughs> like, what's that blurred out in the front? Uh, I'm bricked out here. I've been here for 13 days with no vagina. <laughs> <laughs> That's what blows in my mind when I watch Naked Or admit to these claims. This nigga be fried catfish. That'd be hilarious. That part. Nah, man. I can survive that. Especially they give me a woman. I already know all that. He's going to eat the woman. Nah. Nah. All you got to do, all you got to do is like... Just chop off a leg? You got to figure out what you need, right? Okay. And then let her make a plan. Oh, back to, back to plans. Okay, right. she makes the plans. It was like, because I'm like, look, I need this, that, and the third, because I can get this cracking. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> this is insight to me and Tony's conversations <laughs> when like, we talk about the pie. Yo, like, I need this, that, and the third. 
and we can get this shit cracking. Crackin'. Like, all right, let's work on getting this, that, the third. You're like, you know, like, cause, cause I can, I can, I can do the work, cause I know I can do the work. Okay. Like, and she was like, well, you're gonna need to do A, B, and C. It might take X amount of days and hours. I'm like, bet. I do 70 hour work shifts. <laughs> <laughs> like you told me a plan, I can execute the fuck out of it. If I, I if I if I grab an application from Naked and Afraid and put your name down, I'll roll. And they call you. I'll roll. You'll roll? Oh I'll roll. God, that'd be such great television. I'll roll. All I'll right. pull up. All I need right. I need two duchess. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's your two tools? <laughs> two duchess, please. Hey, I need, I need, and I'm good. I need a he blowed pop- those touches the first <laughs> 10 minutes. Probably going to need a lighter. You said what? Probably going to need a lighter. Right. Yeah. No, no, so we won't. Oh, Tony will figure out fire. That's one thing I know Tony will do. <laughs> I'll figure out fire, He'll bro. figure out fire in the most craziest, <laughs> unexpected way. He'll throw a rock at another rock and a spark <laughs> will happen, and then he'll be like, bet. <laughs> <laughs> Any people with the Dutch, like <laughs> I trust, I trust my survival skills, bro. I don't know much, but I figure shit out, and I, and I got, and I got heart. But if I'm with a chick and she and she and she got some know how, I'm like, all right, tell me what it is real quick. And she's like, boom, boom. I'm like, all right, so I'm gonna carry these boulders. Go ahead, set this up, boom, boom, and we just work together, bounce okay. off of each other real quick. And if you ever watch Naked and Afraid, they give you a, a breakdown of your rating before. And then they give you a breakdown of your rating after they watch you for 26 days to see. I'm going to have a 10 rating in the beginning. 10's coming after. Before it's going to be oh, like- Oh, that's the highest? Yeah, 10's the highest. All right. So I'm going to have a 2 rating starting <laughs> out. they be like- Yeah, start now. They're going to be like, this nigga don't know. It's going to say survival skills. Pomona. Height. Wait. I'm live down here. Right? But at the end, they're going to be like- this bloke right here. <laughs> like, this nigga did it. <laughs> I done created a rap, a hair wrap out of a, bo- uh, 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 out of a kabata leaf. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got a shower cap out of a kabata <laughs> Smoking my Dutch. I'm like, yeah, man, this shit was wild, bro. <laughs> He's smoking the same Dutch for seven days. <laughs> I had to preserve this weed. <laughs> Yeah, no, I definitely see that happening. Oh, man. <laughs> What's next on the docket? Oh, snap. Derp, tell me when, because I lost it, because I'm still laughing. Because, all right, because... <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're back to it. We're back to it. Derp, research the next thing. <laughs> um, but they, they, pull up, they pull up to the island. <laughs> it's mm. all built out. <laughs> The next thing, the next thing on. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Just, still, just for fun. We're painting the picture here. Just, just for fun. Okay. So, so they pull up. Like, so I start off with a two, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they check back in. <laughs> I come out like MTV crib. With my camera. Talking shit about Gilligan. Like, like why did he never think about this? <laughs> I was like, oh, it took y'all long enough. <laughs> And then we go and we're like, check out, we're we'll check it out, <laughs> baby. <laughs> and then we're like, yo, check it. She told me uh, she took a class on some rhinestones, right? <laughs> so I got to hammer it, <laughs> and now we got this decked out mirror. <laughs> All right, that's for me. I'm having fun. 
Back to the show. <laughs> Back to Dirt, the show. Where we, we got, Dirt. <laughs> uh, L.A. County suspends travel to Texas and Florida. Oh, this one's interesting. I like this one. Over LGBTQ policies. Oh. I so like we're not allowed to travel. We are not allowed to travel to Florida and Texas as of right now. Essentially, that's what they're trying to make a mandate. But uh, what Didn't they pass a bill that allows them to execute that? It was recently. Execute. I don't know about. Ex- no, not. not, not, not execute. like toast. I don't want to off with the head. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Um, a new California law. It was in what? AB uh, 1887. Hit us with it. Yeah. Dirt. AB 1887 uh, directs the state to ban travel to a state because they discriminate based on the sexual orientation, gender identity, or gender expression. Um. It brought in more state bans, including Florida. Florida. Uh, Florida was specifically added due to the passing of a law that prevents transgender girls from participating in girls' sports. Oh, so Florida passed that law? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the the recent bill that they're really talking shit about, mm-hmm. or saying that's the don't say gay bill. Which is, I'm so confused. All right. So essentially, so this bill is... Between kindergarten and third grade, okay. you're not allowed to talk about, you know, just sex in general or homosexuality or... Like the know, teachers are not allowed to say it or for kids you're not, say it on... At- you're not allowed to teach, like, teach about it or talk okay. about it. Again, this is kindergarten through third grade. Yeah, which is something that... I never had a sex ed class. Yeah. At kindergarten and through third grade. Until like I was in like seventh, fifth, fifth, sixth why grade. I feel like... But are kids allowed to say it? Like if they're on campus and there's like talking, they can talk other. about it. it's more so within so the, education. the education. They can't okay. teach them about okay. it. Okay, which me personally, which I kind of understand. Mm-hmm. You know, given like things like in Disney movies mm-hmm. and Marvel, they're starting to show more on same sex kisses and and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to come into like you know a more I guess friendly world of, of equal understanding. But me personally, just as a parent, I feel like trying to teach kids. I'm not, not even though anyone's trying to teach kids. In I in, think the law is kind of dumb, in right? my opinion, because like it's not like we're like going out of our way to create like an education system that teaches kids this. That's what that's what I'm confused about. Like it's like me saying like I can't, I'm not allowed to grow my hair out. Like I can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the schools don't teach yeah. that. You feel yeah. me? Like, so why is that even... Unless there's been a couple of schools. That's what tells me. There's been a few schools where the teacher, the teachers are probably broaching that subject um, between kindergarten and third grade, which enforce the law to be made. Or else I mean, it's just a law that's In my opinion, I think people. it's kind of like a discriminatory thing. That's what it sounds like. Mm. Like, it's more in favor of, like... Uh, the anti homosexuality mm-hmm. or what, mm-hmm. whatever the term may be, uh, it's more like it helps. Like I don't even know how to say it. Yeah, it just helps just like widen the gap that mm-hmm. we're like trying to close. Yeah, in I, general. I'm just I, I when I saw that I was really confused on like exactly what the bill they were passing the don't say gay bill was yeah. and confused about. Restricting the flights, like I can't fly out to see my sneaky links in Florida or Texas because of their view on this particular bill. Yeah, that's scary. 
That's crazy, yeah. That's scary as fuck. That's like states passing sanctions on states. Yeah, but not even like you're restricting California's travels there, even though I can just drive to Arizona and fly out of Arizona or whatever. You make it a little bit more inconvenient, but whatever. But restricting people to fly there, I mean, I guess California and Californians, and California is like, we spend the most money. We we make a. Have they actually said that they're like restricting flights like to no, those states? No, it was more so like a prop that. They yeah, they're trying to get that passed. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're trying to get that, but they're trying to. It's posturing that I see more than anything. They're trying yeah. to tell Texas and Florida, "Hey, our Californians that are going to go on leave." So you you can actually travel. It's the officials, county county business. Okay, so all, all county business as far as like sending actual. Uh, people who work for LA County, Texas, mm-hmm. that travel is suspended. You're not fucking with y'all there. So you, y'all, y'all okay, so regular everyday average schmoes can travel. Oh, yeah, because California yeah. officials cannot travel. Okay. I mean, again, I just think it's posturing. That's what it sounds like to me. It's just California showing Texas and Florida, like, hey, we're not with that. And, we'll, and our way of doing that is we're not going to let our people from California go over there and spend money with you guys. That part. Um, um, but it's just like, it. Uh, why? I, it's just there's certain sections of the country that are so scared of what other people do in the bedroom. Because <laughs> everybody fucks nasty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's, like, it's more than just everybody. like it's more than just like that though. Like it's affecting people that are trans. It's, it's affecting one hundred percent a lot more communities that than part. just like the gay community. I just think parents need to be more involved with their kids, and you won't be so worried. You know what I'm saying? But I, that's what I think. I, this is coming from somebody who's not a parent, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I see. I'm talking specifically for the people down south. Yeah. They're so scared of the world that they know now being altered and changed. Yeah. When LGBTQ LGBTQ people have been around for centuries, like this is not something new. It's just like, instead of... Yeah, and the Greeks, it was cool to jerk off a boy. I think <laughs> people should work towards creating healthy relationships with their kids. Because I had helicopter parents, so like... Oh, yeah? I can see how like both sides have negatives. You've been caught jerking off? Yeah. <laughs> super helicopter parents. Are your parents? Yes. Yeah? How'd that go? Oh, super, that super awkward. How'd that go? Did you come? Uh, it was my dad, thank did you God. Come? But did you finish? Did you no, come? What? No. <laughs> did you come in their face? <laughs> no. Not in their face, but why they looked as they walked in. Was your did finger you in your butt at the same time? Did you come? Oh God. <laughs> why did I bring this up? Do you, jer- <laughs> you still jerk it to this awkward memory joke? Oh Does God. Please you in a Were you watching something or you have a magazine? Way? Or was it just imagination? Oh, it's it's twenty twenty one twenty two, right? You didn't get caught I mean, jerking off. It was like... jerking off. Yes, I was probably like... What the fuck's wrong with you, Derb? I was probably in like seventh grade. You were a man. So were you watching something? Yeah, I was on my phone. Okay, okay. So you had the smartphone out. Did you have the headphones on? Yeah, I've Does never I've time. never had to do the whole magazine thing. You okay. Know? It's always just been ready to go for me, but... Magazine thing is like... That was early, early days. Like the magazine. I like how Derb said he got a hottie ready. <laughs> it's already been ready. Go for me. <laughs> What'd your dad say when he saw it? Uh, he just like he was like, 
what the fuck, and then closed the door. And they went and donated to BLM, huh? Uh, <laughs> probably not. I'm just joking. <laughs> That's one thing I never, I've never been caught by my parents. I feel like my parents, I think my mom walked in the room one, like, yeah. she walked, not, I, she walked in the room one time as soon as I was, like, dead. Yeah. It's, like, maybe, like, two minutes after I was dead. And I feel like my mom walked in and was, like, yeah. And then looked at me and was, like. What are you doing in here? <laughs> I was like, Mom, it's my room. What do you mean I'm living? And she was like, Uh huh. She was like, All right. <laughs> they walked out, and I was like, I feel like yeah, she kind of like had an idea. <laughs> it smelled like a mushy, juicy <laughs> was served. I don't know. I've had my parents walking on me having sex. Like, oh, okay. You a renegade out here. Yeah. Did they coach you through it? No. <laughs> you said you had helicopter parents. I just wanted to see the length. <laughs> they see your butthole. I, you can't come back from that. No. All right. All right. I mean, I'm sure they've seen my butthole before, but... But not when you were fucking. It's different. <laughs> it's different. It's I look I look forward... <laughs> I look forward to that day. <laughs> that what? Hold on. Clarify. <laughs> oh, the day where you walk in on, on little, little Asar. I hope he's fucking well. I hope he's fucking okay, well. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Any dad wishes that for the boy. Hope he's really giving a good dicking out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I jerked off, I fell asleep in the living room. Pants down to my ankles. I fell asleep for like three hours. I'm I'm so happy I woke up. Like around five in the morning, <laughs> and went to my room before my dad went to work. Cause he would have came out and saw a fucking terrible situation. I but, like how we went from the LGBT community to jerking off. Well, it's, the L- it's all black podcasts. Maybe that's what we do. Well, when I jack off, I go to the LGBT community. <laughs> <You know>? Okay, <laughs> okay. And we learned something new about Tony. I paid for it. <laughs> We were just taking some baby steps back. <laughs> What's next, Nerds? What's next? Get us off this topic. <laughs> Get us off this topic, please. Um, well, Courtney Taylor, murder suspect. Okay, so this... Are you familiar with this one? Kind of, sort of. I'm, I'm, I've been Hit me with doing it. my research on it the last couple of days. So, Courtney Taylor. She is an influencer... She has OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. You know, she creates content for the internet. She was dating. I, I don't want to butcher his name, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to say it right now. Okay. But he was. Uh, he was dating. Um, she was dating. And by the way, Courtney Taylor is white, and I say her race because it's specific in what her desire was. She says she only dates rich black men. That's what she said out of her own mouth. She takes my money when I'm in need. Yeah. But okay, so she only dates black, rich black men. So I'm assuming the man, her boyfriend at the time was a rich black man. I'm just assuming, but that's what she said. But anyways, so her boyfriend was found stabbed to death in their home. There's pictures of her covered in blood, uh, handcuffed, leaving the murder scene, right? She, But she has not been arrested. She did claim that she was going to kill herself when she did get arrested, and so they they administer her to a um, a, a psych ward, psych ward in a sense for for people who were fifty one fifty. Yeah, yeah. Which that's a clear t- sign to me that she did it. I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> like you start claiming uh, uh. that you don't kill yourself, 
after you saw your man, if you walked in on your man being murdered in the like, my first thought is gonna kill myself. Yeah. But anyways, and so she she was recently saw she was spotted because she was supposed to be in this psych ward, but then she was spotted out at a restaurant having a drink with her dad two days after her fiance or boyfriend was found murdered. And she looked. She didn't look like she was sad, or you know, all that. So there's a lot of conspiracy going around. She said, "This is for Nicole." <laughs> a lot of conspiracy surrounding how this man got murdered. Who is she? And there's a lot of people are diving in, finding more details. But mm-hmm. the, the, here's an interesting question that arose from the situation. So when the this, when it was first publicized, a lot of shade room, black Twitter, a lot yeah. of people were behind. The black man who was slain, right? Like it's injustice. Find, find who, who killed him. Yeah. But then they found out that he was dating a white woman. Mm. And I saw on the internet a lot of people say he got what he deserved. Not only was he dating a white woman, there's oh. tweets. Of, there's there's tweets that were resurfaced of him tweeting out, "I only date white women. I'm with my dream woman." Fuck black women. A lot of um, negative things towards black women, a lot of positive things for white women. So when that was resurfaced, a lot of the internet, especially black people, jumped off the bandwagon of trying to find justice for his killer and said that he got what he deserved if she killed him. So there's a lot of layers to this situation. (laughs) Yeah. But um, so I was bringing up to ask you, like, do you feel like People are. Do you feel like people are justified in having emotions towards him in the, the resurfaced tweets? As far as should we care about should finding justice for him? I when he when he seemed through the tweets that he was very hateful towards. It's uh, weird. It's, it's weird. It's, it, there is a lot to that. Like yeah. one for the for the people. Man, people wild, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, they wild for that. Everyone deserves justice. You know, oh boy got murked. Yeah. You know, that's that's apparently that's, in his sleep. And especially in his sleep, like stabbing him like a coward, that's messed up. Yeah. You know. Uh about the whole tweets though, that's just bring on a bigger issue. I I feel like like how come black dudes keep dissing black women? Like, and find it okay to say on public platforms, which like, is crazy. Yeah, and, and push it. <laughs> It pushed it to that extent, like that's kind of like the goal. Go, it goes like always. What happened? Hit it's me with just, what you got. It goes always. It goes always. What do you mean by I that? I see black women hating on black men. I see black men hating on black women. Yeah. I see white men hating on white women. I see white women hating on white men. Which is very new. Like it's no, just like, new, it's a new thing now. Since the Karen okay. situation, there's that's become like this crazy divide between men and women. Oh, of their own, of each race. It's of our own, of our own making. Yeah, technically, but yeah, um, it's just like the general consensus is men suck, women suck. <laughs> what are we getting accomplished here? And like this? it, yeah. all, it just becomes it trickles down into like these smaller conversations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That part. So how do we fix that? Be better. <laughs> I just think it, and just having some type of self love. I think a lot of white men you see coming out saying they don't like white women, like publicly on on social media and stuff. I think that's all 
a new thing. This whole I see a lot of white dudes yeah. on my Twitter thing talking about I ain't gonna date no Karen. They're specifically talking about a certain level of white woman that they don't want to date. I see a lot of other white dudes on my Twitter, Instagram, or whatever, who have been championing women of color, especially specifically black women. Like, um, I, I know you know black women are God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's just interesting to see that, and so. I find this subject interesting because for a whole day, everybody was behind finding justice for this black yeah. man. And then as soon as they found out kind of his insight to his preference and who he dates, all the black women that I saw jumped off that bandwagon and said, well, you want white women? This is what happens when you date white women, which is not what happens when you date white women. Let's put that out there. You're not going to get stabbed in your sleep. By most white women, <laughs> like Some this is white not gonna get stabbed themselves. I don't want to perpetuate <laughs> that stereotype either, but I do think that us as specifically black men, we have to start loving the you know our community a lot more, like showing more love to our community a lot yeah. more. Um, even if you have a preference, like the whole fresh and fit situation. I don't know if you know Fresh and Fit. Oh yeah, I see. I seen. Yeah, I seen Fresh and Fit a podcast on YouTube where. They were making jokes about their two black guys. One's like black and Ethiopian or something. I don't know. The other Neither dude, one of them can catch a fade. Yeah. The other dude is like super black. He's super black. And uh, they both were talking about, they were calling black women night riders and they were being very disrespectful yeah. and saying that their preference was, uh, we only date white. We date white. Yeah. And that became a conversation on the internet for a couple of days as far as preference you know, versus what's disrespectful. Yeah, and I think it's disrespectful. It's okay to say your preference is something. It's not okay yeah. to say your preference is not something. It's two different things. And it's, I mean, you could have, you could say like it's not something, but like how they were doing it was. You could tell like, they don't like you. They don't love they, you. They don't love they themselves. They were like bashing back. Yeah. Like they were like punching down yeah. in a way. Like, and they were saying it was jokes. But even so, that some of that stuff. So, yeah, but I don't think it was jokes yeah. because. There was no humor in, like you said, punching down or be berating women of a certain color. There's no joke in that. There's uh, you're just literally using them as a punching bag in a way. Um, but I'm gonna pay attention to this case a lot, a lot more. I wanna, I wanna, I'm gonna follow it just like I follow the Jesse Smollett situation. Just like I follow Tory Lanez. Apology. We gonna catch a fade. He dropped a track. I don't need his track. We gotta catch a fade. He dropped a track. Catch <laughs> you want to catch your favorite with Jesse Spolett? Yeah. He's the gay Tupac. You better watch out. His words. <laughs> I remember when you said that too. I was like, show me your publicist now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, everybody pay attention to this case to see exactly um, you know, what unfolds. But uh I do think us as a you know black community, we have to do, to uh just do a little bit better in self, you know, loving each other, but also like, you know, people make mistakes. People say things that might be kind of crazy, but at the end of the day, man, that's a black man who was stabbed in his own house, and apparently he had some money, you know, because she only dates rich black men. So it's unfortunate to see somebody who was young, you know, making moves, building wealth for his family, get killed so uh, tragically. So. Yeah, watch out for Courtney Taylor and the black man. I cannot say his name. I might be gonna try. Uh, I'm not gonna try. Either. Yeah, I, I, I read it and I was I'm like, I'm not gonna try. I'm not gonna try. <laughs> his name is Christian something. Something. Christian Doe. Mm. I like that. 
We're going to do that. We're going to do that. Christian Doe. I like that. What's yeah. next on the docket? Uh, not just on the docket. Just uh, just to stand still real quick. Uh, I'm going to skip one. Because uh, this is my favorite one. It's a T.I. get booed. <laughs> T.I. Okay. getting booed. And and I I love this. I've been enjoying. <laughs> I I personally, you know, I've been able to to watch this whole thing unfold uh-huh. from behind the scenes and 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 just listen to everyone's jokes. But man, talking about someone who really needs to be humbled. Have you were you able to see the video? I saw the video. I couldn't make out everything that was being said. I'm not gonna lie, but I did watch the video. Yeah. I also saw parts of the video of the the young lady. That was another incident. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, break it down for me. That was another. So there's been a multitude of incidences since the whole Godfrey thing. Okay. All right. So he's been he's been in LA the the last few weeks. A lot of news didn't come out on that. I don't I don't know why. Mm -hmm. But he's been in LA the last couple of weeks. Uh, terrorizing comics. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> terrorizing comics. <laughs> just making, just making the experience horrible. He's been running the light for like over 20, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, he won't get off stage. With, running the light for like, people who don't know. Oh, running yeah. the light means when the light comes up for you to shut the hell up yeah. and get off the stage, and wrap, wrap it, it up. up. He go on for another 20, 40 minutes. Okay. And this isn't unheard of. If you're Dave Chappelle, you're gonna run the light. If you're like. Someone of that nature, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is Ti. Mm-hmm. This is a rapper trying to be a comedian okay. who ain't never did stand up before. And I can tell you right now, I don't care which how many Grammys you got, you ain't earned the right to run the light on that one. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I like agree. That part. And I've been able to hear some of. <laughs> I've been able to hear some of the stand up he's been doing. This is what I want to hear right here. Okay, and let me it's know. So trash. Really? It's so twist. It's terrible. I mean, I, I shouldn't act surprised because he tell jokes like an old man that pays his friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know the joke. The joke that he got booed for. The whole premise was, you know, if a woman goes to the restroom, she said to the toilet, talk about they ain't got no seat warmers. You know, she didn't put that toilet paper down there. That ain't the kind of woman I want to be. Uh, it, it's not. The whole thing he says it in a very T.I. fashion. Okay. You know. Okay. And my thing was like, uh, not a good joke. Horrible setup. But my favorite part was when he was getting booed and he tried to make fun of the white dude thinking the whole crowd was going to join him. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then the white dude just looked at him and said, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. Uh, He's like, I ain't gonna take that from you. You were gentrified. <laughs> you just got here like a couple years ago. I, I'm gonna take this from niggas, but I ain't gonna take this from you. And then everyone else boos him. Uh-huh. And then it's just. So that's a separate situation from the situation where he got into it with the woman comic. The, see that? So that was in the Barclays Center at uh at like one of those hip hop festival shows that's get shown. Okay. The thing that happened in the woman who show it was in Atlanta was he popped up, tried to tell some jokes. He was heckling comedians the whole entire time. Which he was heckling comedians. I've been I've been hearing a lot that he's been terrorizing comedians since he started this. He he's rude. He's rude. Like uh, mm-hmm. even in certain groups that I'm a part of, like they literally ask, like, mm-hmm. why are we allowing him to still come onto the shows? Mm-hmm. Like, why are we allowing him inside? Mm-hmm. It's it's really like the whole comedy community is like, we don't fuck with this nigga. Yeah, off the rip. Yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah, but so my thing is like he he's not coming in respectable. 
he's he's dissing he's dissing the whole art of it, mm-hmm. and he has no jokes. The man has no. Jokes. Bro, I I watched like three seasons of his reality show that he had with Tiny, and the funniest thing of that whole entire show was the way Tiny walks. I don't know why I find that funny. It's just hilarious to me. But there was nothing else about that show. I never thought T.I., and we've been following T.I. for almost 20 years. Yeah. That I've never seen an instance where I was like, oh, he's funny. So I've always yeah. been confused to why. Who told him to hop into the comic game and be that a comedian? But then part. the way he's carrying himself through the comedy game, rubbing comedians the wrong way. He rubbed... He came. He came straight for Godfrey, who's a respected legend yeah. in the game, bro. Like he came straight for him and probably threatened him. I, I, we have no evidence on that, but I think he threatened <laughs> him, man. But I ain't gonna backpedal, dog. You can't threaten me. I got nothing to lose, nigga. Stop. <laughs> you trash. You don't respect <laughs> the game. I had a clip saying I was down with it because I thought you know you give everyone time mm-hmm. and whatnot, but. For him to go on stage over Atlanta, step on the stage, and take the mic from old girl, mm-hmm. for him to be going through all these, you know, I get it, you're a superstar. That's what he's apparently always saying mm-hmm. when they're trying to take him off stage. He's like, look here, partner, I ain't a comedian. I'm a superstar. The fuck that mean? He sounds like he needs to humble himself. Oh, the booing didn't humble him. He still... He was on uh he was on uh a live with Michael Blackson and he and Michael Blackson was like that didn't affect you he was like no man that didn't affect me what he told me was why ain't this joke better why why I need to be better which is kind of great I get it mm-hmm. like mentally he's the type of guy that powers through like I get that I relate mm-hmm. that but at the same time nah G you literally have trampled through a whole industry yeah. <laughs> in less than a month yeah. <laughs> you trampled from from the lower open micers to the legends of Godfrey you trampled on everything yeah I think you need to you, you need to bow out right now and take a break and and come back later and I know it's, he's not it's starting to give it's starting to give up that vibe where he's like kind like sort of kinda taking advantage of the the comedy scene like nobody's paying tickets for a ti show too much right now no and with the no. pandemic not too many shows in general are being booked but there's been a com- comedians still been doing their thing that part and i think you know ti lives on a stage i think he loves being on the stage i think he tried i think he looked at it and was like that's the way i can be on stage mm-hmm. still get the attention Mm-hmm. Still possibly get good paydays. I don't know what a TI comedy show gets paid, but I'm sure he he's gets... a, apparently he's a he's playing some type of character on Netflix. He's playing a character yeah, on Netflix? He's like playing, in a show? Yeah, I think he's playing like See, that's his bag. He's right featuring there. in a biopic. Okay. So I could sort of understand if that's the case. He's trying to do research, you know, but how he's going about is like it's not even in a researchable way. Yeah. He's going about it as I'm T.I. Yeah. I'm the new number one comedian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Up comedy. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go 40 minutes over the light because y'all gotta. I don't think, well, okay, that's a lot. Cause I think there's a lot of interesting things T.I. could probably talk about. Because yeah. he's been he's seen a lot. He's traveled all over the world. He's seen a lot. I I just never looked at T.I. and was like, that guy is funny. 
I've just never. I watched his podcast. <laughs> I, I know Ti laughs at his old jokes. Yes, I know yes. I remember. Remember that. Remember that show he had where he was bringing up young guys, and he was like, "What yeah. was that show? Uh, it was on BET, maybe. I think it was. Where he was like, he would go find a young guy who was like struggling through mm-hmm. life, and he would like be their mentor for that episode, and like, and he would try to help them achieve their dreams in an episode or two. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, I've seen a lot of T.I. <laughs> Never, nothing's ever crossed my mind to where that guy is going to be a budding comedian at some point. <laughs> I've never thought that, ever. There's certain rappers you, you can get that from. Like Trinidad James. If he wanted to be a comedian. Yeah, he has that persona. He's got the persona, the yeah. swag. Mm-hmm. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't say he's a rapper, but he's classified as a rapper. Uh, Lil Dicky. If you wanted to be a comedian, well, he did start. I think, start off as a comedian. I think Lil Dicky is a comedian. He is. Uh, he just he kind of co- he kind of evolved, infiltrated rap yeah. to kind of blow up his name. But but he did start off as a yeah. comedian. He started off doing stand. Same with Childish Gambino. Yeah, started off doing comedy writing. He was yeah. a comedian. He had some stand up. Like Yo, and some of those college tapes were funny as fuck. Yeah, there's certain rappers I see like okay. They got the chops to do that. I just, there, I've nothing I've seen by T. There's nothing I've seen from Ti. People have leaked no. his comedy shows and his jokes, and like you say, I'm sitting there like, I'm sitting there like it's an ep- Like I'm just like trying to wait for a laugh. Like I can honestly at? say I don't even like his music. So oh okay okay oh, that's a little wait, too much. Wait, Durbs. it's a little too much. You weren't there. Rubber band man. I think classic. I think oh, the fact that people band? still pay to see him live is comical. Well, if you if you enjoy his music, it's like paying to watch Gladys Knight or paying to watch yeah. you know an old you act. Like you weren't there, Ti. I yeah, would I would pay to watch the Beatles. I would not pay to watch Ti. You just had to. I got. I got. I'm, I'm gonna send you some. Two of them left. Will you really watch that? <laughs> you want to see two of the? And of Ringo the has nothing in the tank. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why people, I, I would pay to watch Ti perform. You know what I'm saying? I like Ti. I just, I like I just music. don't see him as that much of like a staple in music history. That like I think he's worth watching twenty years after his like time in the spotlight. Well, you know? we'll see. We'll see. I, I, you know, that's up to for debate. I think he's All put enough work in, in hip hop but... to where if you're if you enjoy southern hip hop music, specifically yeah. trap music, he coined the frame trap. He coined the phrase trap music. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's that's his thing, and he's a father to a, yeah, a lot of these people yeah. in the south. Technically, yeah, you don't get child music without Ti. Not at all. Fuck you, mean dude. And so there are a lot of people in the <laughs> south. He could do a, a south circuit for his entire life and and sell tickets, even if it's like a thousand person show. But comedy, please. He wasn't even funny in ATL. And that was his movie. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't write him not one joke in that motherfucker. They was like, yeah, you ain't gonna pull this over. Jackie! <laughs> Jackie! Yeah. We gonna need some jokes. <laughs> he wasn't funny in Takers. He wasn't uh, funny in American uh, Gangster. Uh. And he wasn't supposed to be, but damn. Some people be funny, they don't even be trying. Right, yeah. T.I. trying. He do be trying. He trying hard. He tried harder than Beyonce tried to act. Okay, listen. We're not going to... Slander Beyonce's right. acting. No, you're right. She, but I love black women. Her acting is very subpar. Her and Michael B. Jordan are like right there neck and neck. 
How she fuck up Lion King? Like, who's the voice? <laughs> no, her best movie was the one where she fought the white lady because she was cheating on her husband. What was okay. that? What was, what was that? Okay. What was that? Where they were fighting Wait. the roof or whatever? Like, Wait. she almost fell Wait, to the Idris roof. Alba. <laughs> what was that movie called? That movie was horrible. <laughs> Can someone please find the name? I, I'm watching it. I need to know. Because that was that was Bro, when they were standing the in the attic Ali and she was walking on the base, the base bars. And then they fell through. Yeah. I was like, all right, Beyonce. I'm pretty sure it was called Obsessed. Obsessed. Yeah. And it she was got called up. Obsessed. <laughs> How she got up, her wig stayed put. <laughs> Beyonce, Beyonce was still beautiful. <laughs> Are you in an old full ass room? You just fought in the attic and fell down to the first story. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> now, nobody's ever confused Beyonce for great, great actress, but. Nobody's gonna ever confuse T.I. for a funny comedian. That part. And just respect the art, bro. That part. Just respect the art. That respect the part. craft. I know, I know, I know the show producers. One for comedians being upset about this. Stop expecting show producers to give a fuck about your feelings. Mm. They're gonna do whatever it takes to mm. put the 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 seat in, in the butts in the seats. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. you know, I'm sorry. Yes, we work hard. Yes, we, we 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 go through a lot, and we have to earn stripes. And yes, it's very unfair. These niggas could just come off their fucking cloud of Mount Olympus and do what the <laughs> fuck they want to do to our shit. But yo, my G, it is what it is. Stay focused on you and work on your craft. These niggas don't care. For the show producers, can y'all fucking care? <laughs> can you care? I mean, can but you, you just said they don't care. I know. But, but we talking to them like let's now, let's start to care now. Can you just care? You get this man's interrupting the environment. He's pissing off the art form. I get your bottom dollar. You gotta make the margin. Your comedy was going. Your comedy club was going to fail pre-pandemic, post-pandemic. <laughs> anyway, can we just all agree that there should be some rules and accommodations? Sure, but some rules for when niggas want to start doing this shit, mm-hmm. so they're not like Madonna doing a. Uh, late night set when niggas is out here trying to do late night sets. <laughs> and she gets to go do a late night set and bomb the fuck out of it. Yeah. And then just go home and Madonna house and be Madonna still. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, it's just unfair. I agree. Maybe that's me spazzing. I agree. It's no. just unfair. Talk that, talk that shit. I still bump T.I. though. T.I. still got, he's in the rotation for sure. Yeah. Along with Hollow Notes. But you need a timeout. <laughs> Needs a little pow pow. Time in? No, time out. You're TO now. <laughs> Anything else you got? Man, there's a lot on the agenda. There was. There is. There's still. There could be. How you want to wrap it up? Because um, we could go ahead and talk about Wild K.O. Cyrus being a little. A little, I mean, a little, a little shyster, but I've I've seen more research. Real quick, YK Osiris, when um, when the young man who died from the theme park ride, when he passed away, YK Osiris, who's he's a rapper, right? <laughs> he came out, he made a song. <laughs> he 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 came out and uh, wanted to support his family and take care of the funeral costs. His family came out a couple of days ago and said that Waiko Osiris has never taken care of the money he's or he didn't pay the money he said he was gonna pay. Mm. He was just using, you know, the death for clout. 
But then I did see YK Osiris screenshot himself scrolling to the GoFundMe and he sent $15,000 through the GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a while for that kind of money to get clear. So I, from more research I did, it seemed like there's just some miscommunication between YK Osiris and their family. But it goes back to the whole BLM situation. If you're going to step out there and and claim to take the... You know, to claim to support families in tragic situations, and you're going to be the person that's going to give aid. You need to have transparency. You need to be in lockstep with these people. So, because you're doing it in the public eye. Like yeah. if I if if I'm I'm not any type of celebrity whatsoever. But if I was a celebrity and I'm just going to step out on a limb and do something for somebody, and it's in the public eye, I'm going to make sure because my name is everything. My name and my word is everything. It's, it's more than money. It's more than anything. My name and my word is everything. So if I'm going to do that. I'm going to take it so seriously to the point to where there's no miscommunication whatsoever with the family that I'm trying to help. So somewhere in there, translation was lost. Nah, he, that nigga photoshopped that shit. Let me know what happened. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, what hey, I've hey, seen? Hey. He photoshopped that? He photoshopped If you photoshopped that. Because one, one of the members from the family pulled up the same image that uh that he had posted of the GoFundMe of the GoFundMe and he was like the highest donation wasn't fifteen thousand it was five hundred and it didn't even come from that nigga that nigga like they put it up post to post and and it's YK Osiris this nigga is a shyster like he makes bad debt he makes bad bets <laughs> he'll do anything for his bad bets he what, did what do you mean by that oh he made a bad bet with Drake. I guess he owed, he ended up owing Drake like sixty thousand or whatever. How and you Drake, owe Drake sixty thousand? And Drake made him sing his song to get out of it. He owed like Meek Mill some money. Like he makes a lot of bad. He he's notorious for making bad bets. He sounds like he's in a lot of debt. He's in a lot. Well, he only made one song, and he's still walking around with cubits. I call him cubics because that's iconic as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so we should go diamond test him. Uh, oh, bet. How the how the island boys have better jewelry? Anyways, um, no, it, it, it goes back to our sub talk, topic we talked about the last couple of pods, where like people use death in a way to that to, part. to either build clout or to get something from somebody. It's like death brings out the the nastiest of people. That and part. I'm 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 hope I don't know too much about YK Osiris. I ain't gonna lie, I don't know shit about the dude, but I'm hoping. He sung that one song. I'll give you the world. No, no, no. Did you sing it again? What was it? I'll give you the world. Okay, I think I know what that is. <laughs> I think I know what that is. I got no clue. <laughs> I don't even know who YK Osiris is. He has a crispy hairline. Super oh, yeah? crispy hairline. You jelly of that? I'll be je- man. Anytime I see somebody with a crispy hairline <laughs> and they waste it, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> I'd be so pissed off. Like Derbs over there with that beautiful hair. Yes. I don't waste it. Even Maul from the, <laughs> word, from the Rory and Maul podcast. He wears a hat all the time. He's got a fresh hairline. He's always wearing a hat. Anybody who has hairlines and waste it, I'd be mad. That part. I'd be mad. Because if I had my back, she. 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 Waves dipping on them. I'll be out here, boy. <laughs> uh, anything else? Nah, my G. Uh, 
I guess we could just wrap it up. You want to tell them anything sweet before we dip on out? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, follow me on all social medias. E A R L P H E U S. Oh, Earl Fias. I got a report card coming soon. Oh, hope everybody is. I'm gonna do it to him. This is a little oh. teaser. Um, the IE needs a report card, and I am the teacher. No, I am the professor. Super duper. Hey! So I'm coming with a report card. That should be really coming pretty soon. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot more content with that. Um, I'll keep following my tattoo journey. I'm going to get this done soon. Uh, finish oh. it. You finish this part right here. Uh, yeah, Derms, I got a tattoo. Yeah, you passed out. Don't be bringing up old shit. <laughs> Don't be Why can't you move forward, Derms? Don't be bringing up old shit. Uh... Yeah, that's all I got. What about you? Uh, real quick, one time. Uh, if you enjoy the show, enjoy the look, enjoy the sound, be sure to check out Productive Culture. They got Woo-hoo. you covered over with podcasting, audio mixing, event planning. If you want to game and get your Twitch account set up with the 3D green screen, mm. come over to Productive Culture. Preserve, conserve, maintain, sustain, continue over at Productive Culture. Uh, be sure to subscribe over at Alt Black Podcast if you listen to the audio on the YouTube. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And if you're watching us on the YouTube, you could take us with you on work to traffic, listening to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer. Anyone download that yet? These nerds. Me and Durs. And then, uh, yeah. Oh, check us out on the IG. Yes. Yeah, Alt Black Pod. A-L-T-B-L-K-P-O-D. Shout out to my man, Durbs. I'm so glad we're okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so glad you guys are okay, too. We scissored, guys. (laughs) So now we're okay. All right. (laughs) And check me out with Tony Asar, A-S-A-R, on all socials. Without further ado, stay tuned, stay glued. Smoke a Dutch and read a book. Boom. Boom.